0: Well, hello, social zoomers. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today we are going to talk about one of my absolute favorite social networks, which happens to include a little bluebird. Have you guessed what it is yet? It starts with a T and it ends with an R and it's called Twitter. All right, so let's get started because we have a lot to talk about today. Twitter is one of those social networks that is very difficult for many people to grasp. However, once they get it, quote unquote, get it, the light bulb usually turns on. So we love teaching people, our clients, our students and organizations that we work with how to properly use Twitter for business. So our focus today is really going to be around how you can better leverage Twitter for business as well as how you can start from scratch if you're brand new to Twitter to build your Twitter persona and also how if you're already leveraging Twitter, how you can take that to the next level, how you can ignite your own personal brand, how you can maybe better understand the network and some different ways that you can use it. So my goal is that this podcast today includes information for both the newbie, new person to Twitter, as well as some of you veterans out there to maybe challenge you to think a little bit different so you can see some greater result. And we've had quite a few questions that have come in through the ask Pam line for the podcast. And you can go to social zoomfactor.com slash ask pam to submit any questions. And if you want me to play them live over air, I will do such. But we have had a lot of questions come in surrounding Twitter. And people are saying, Pam, you're so good at Twitter. Can you please spend some time just explaining it to us? I'm going to break the conversation down today in three primary sections. And the first is going to be sharing a bit of my story so you can understand how I landed on Twitter and how I have seen so much value in it. And I think there's nothing better than learning from people who have been somewhere that you want to go and people who have mastered something that you would like to learn. And so I have some proven strategies and tactics that I will share with you, which is section two today. And we're going to talk about some very specific things that you need to do kind of with a roadmap to help you get started or to zoom your success even further with Twitter. And then last, I'm going to share some Tips for things that you should not be doing. Some basic etiquette that you need to make sure that you are avoiding out there because there's so much fodder. And particularly when it comes to Twitter, there's so many differing opinions on what you should do and not do. And so everything I'm saying today, you should take it into your own account and that understanding your own brand, your own audience. And as I always say, there is only one way to do social media and that's that is the way that works for you and your business. And that is particularly true when it comes to Twitter because you must find your own personal brand and the way that works for you. So take what I say, listen to it, and then do with that information what you need to do with it. All right. So, how did I get started on Twitter? That is a question I always hear. Pam, how did you get over 200,000 followers on Twitter? First of all, it's not something that happened overnight, it's not something that I jumped on Twitter and all of a sudden I became a Twitter rock star, which I'm not, started tweeting magical tweets and attracted everybody to me. That is the furthest thing from the truth. And it actually has been a ton of hard work and strategy and focus and integration with the rest of our marketing. And I know if you look at me out on Twitter, a lot of people tell me you make it look so easy. And it even fools some of our clients when we start working with new clients because they will see See my tweets out there and they think I'm tweeting all day. And the truth is that I'm not. I'm popping in and out, you know, from doing my day job and living my life and taking care of two boys and running a family and a home. And I tweet when I can and I have a specific strategy for the time that I spend on Twitter. So we're going to talk about that today. But my journey starts back in 2009, is when I hopped on Twitter and that was April, I believe, of 2009. And I was still working in corporate America. And this little thing called the Twitter bird came along. And I hopped on Twitter. I had been on Facebook prior to that. And I'm one of those people who literally has been doing social media long before it was ever called social media. So back in my tech days in corporate America, we were building social networks from the ground up before Facebook existed. We were building communities. I worked at Sun Microsystems. And we did a ton of work in the developer space with the Java community and lots of corporate enterprise communities as well, all around tech and geeky stuff that I love. And so when I hopped on Twitter, I remember the first account I ever set up was my Pam Marketing Nut handle. And so you can find me out on Twitter. You can just do a search on Google for Pam Marketing Nut and type in the word Twitter, and it will take you directly there. My handle is P A M M K T G. N-U-T. And I can still remember the day that I set up my Twitter handle. And I wish that I could tell you that my name came from some master genius plan with some super smart marketers who sat in a room and cooked up my name for two days. Wrong. The truth is, I hopped on Twitter. I saw the limited number of characters that I had to do my name, which frustrated me from the moment I saw that. And I just thought about it and I said, okay, my name is Pam. I love marketing. And I'm a little bit. Bit of a nut. So I called myself Pam Marketing Nut. And that's how my name on Twitter and now what is my persona online was born. So it was a little bit of planning and a lot of luck and just being real with who I was. So I hopped on Twitter and I did some minor tweeting when I was still in corporate, but didn't do a whole lot with it on my personal brand. I did more on the corporate side. We were really starting to see the power of it. And then it was late 2009, early 2010 that I actually left corporate America and went to venture into the world of entrepreneurship. And we started our first marketing agency, which, by the way, was sold within two years years very much thanks to Twitter I started tweeting from the agency handle and I just wasn't getting the pickup that I liked at all I wasn't people were not engaging with me as a logo and to be honest I was pretty bummed and I was like wow I may have to go back to corporate this thing is not working out but I really had just seen the power of it and so then You know, I I had this moment where I said, oh, I remember that Twitter handle, Pam Marketing Nut, I think I called myself. So I went and dug it out, probably had to go reset my password and started doing a test and tweeting from behind that Twitter handle instead of the agency business Twitter handle. And it was immediate response. I mean, literally within minutes, people were responding to me and it went from getting ignored with my agency handle to all of a sudden getting a lot of attention and really cool, amazing people I was meeting on Twitter within literally minutes to hours. And so I started to see the power. of. And then we were continuing to build our agency brand. I was building up my personal brand a little bit. I went and had some professional headshot photos taken. And I put that out there. This is all within about a 30 day time frame. Then I was contacted by a good friend of mine now who is Maury Smith. And she contacted me. We met through Twitter and she was doing a uh, social media community at the time. They were working on a certification program. And she had a huge community that they were meeting weekly on a teleseminar type of format. And at the time, I think I had about 500 Twitter followers, maybe by that time. And she invited me to come onto her teleseminar to speak about branding and the power of social media and social media branding. So of course, I wasn't going to turn down that opportunity. So I hop onto this teleseminar, not really knowing what I was getting myself into. And I just started talking about what I had done for 15 years in corporate, which was a lot of corporate branding, product management, that type of thing, humanizing brands. And even though some may want to make you believe it today, the brand humanization was invented by Twitter and Facebook. The truth is that smart marketers have been doing that for decades, right? But so I jumped on this teleseminar and I didn't share anything that was rocket science. I just shared what I knew. I shared strategies I knew for branding and some of the strategies and tips that I knew had given me results for the past 15 years working in corporate America. What I found was immediately people were tweeting what I was saying and coming out of corporate just being beat down for the last 15 years in corporate and seeing the tweets that were flying from this teleseminar. And as a reminder, I was on the phone. I was not at that point a Twitter quote unquote guru or expert. I had maybe 500 followers, but I hopped onto Twitter and I saw the conversation because Mari and team had a a hashtag going. And there was over 20 pages of tweets and retweets talking about what I was saying on this teleseminar. And it was at that moment that I thought, wow, we are onto something here. This is one of the reasons that I talk so much and I Teach So many of our clients and students about bridging the social divide because so many people are being left behind. They have chosen not to be social. And we have what I call Generation S, which are the people that choose to be social. It's one of the first generations that people choose to be either social or they're not many people who are not choosing to be social are being left behind. And so a lot of times, some of the best ways to get people within your organization or even yourself or your team to become more social and to understand the technologies is to teach them through a means that they understand. So for me, here I am, I know how to talk on the phone. And most executives know how to talk on the phone. Most people know how to talk on the phone. And so here I am on a teleseminar, and I saw the power of Twitter. And it was because Mari Smith and team had a huge network already on Twitter. So from that moment, things pretty much just happened for me. And so I saw the power of this thing called Twitter, and I started to just dig in. And we were fortunate enough that as my husband was still working, and we had some money in savings. And so I was able to Spend about the next three to six months literally just digging into the ecosystem of social media, understanding the power of this thing that was in front of me called social media. And I was able to just do a ton of social listening and really grasp what these social networks were about and how we could really leverage them to the best of our ability. And it wasn't just a few months from when I did that first teleseminar that I had my first book deal, you know, that became a best selling book. Within a few months. And things just went from there. Our agency just took off. We had clients we could not believe we had within the shortest amount of time. Much of that I can attribute to Twitter and the people that I have met through Twitter. I have case study after case study of just the coolest relationships and client relationships that have been fostered from one single tweet. And I think what I'm going to do is do one podcast probably where I'm just going to talk about some of those stories and share some of those case studies to help people understand the power of Twitter and how you can truly meet so many new people. And my partner is... And co-founder and also partner in business and life, Josh Moore, you can find him out on Twitter via Josh Roina is his Twitter handle. He always refers to Twitter as a fishing net and he loves to fish. We live in Florida. And he says, you know, it's like that fishing net that you can throw out there and that then the good fish are going to come to you. They're going to be organically attracted to these little nuggets of information and conversation that you put out there. And so I think that's such a good analogy if you're new to Twitter to think about Because no, you're not going to be able to go talk to everybody that follows you. Not everybody is going to see your tweets that follows you. And that's a whole other topic that we teach in our classes. But the truth is the people that want the information that you have to offer and that want to have that conversation are eventually going to find you or you're eventually going to find them as long as you implement those right strategies. So there's a little bit of my story. And now I want to transition into Into some strategies and some tactics for what you can do to have some improved success or new success using Twitter. Number one thing you want to do is to make sure that you have a plan. And if you have listened to me at all, if you follow me on my blog, you know I talk about this all the time. And so you must have goals and objectives and know what it is you want to accomplish. And without goals and objectives, I'll tell you Twitter is one of the social networks that will waste probably more time than any other social network out there because it, can be very addicting and there's a ton of conversations that happen on Twitter and it's really easy to get consumed by just noise. And so you need to make sure that you're setting some time frames for yourself of how much time you're going to spend on the network daily and dedicate some committed time to it where you can truly just focus on Twitter for a set number of minutes or an hour a day to start. And even if you need to split that, a lot of times I will split my time between the morning and afternoon and evening. And a lot of times that's good because you're popping in here and there. You don't want to just pop in once a day if you're really looking to take your results to the next level, but make sure that you know why are you tweeting? What are the goals and objectives that you want to achieve? Are you trying to learn new things? Which I encourage you to make a list of the things that you would like to learn to grow your business, to grow yourself, to grow your career, to grow maybe certain aspects of your life. What are you looking to achieve? Where do you want to go? Figure that out. And then leverage Twitter to serve some of your own personal needs. And it will make it so much more interesting if you do that. And make sure you know your audience. What do you have to offer your audience? And who do you want to serve? Those are the two questions you need to ask yourself. What can you offer them? How are you going to help them solve their problems? How are you going to help bring them increased value in their life. And as I said earlier, there's only one way to do social media and to do Twitter, and that is the way that works for you, your business, and your audience. So don't fall into the cookie cutter sales pitch that everybody needs the same Twitter plan. You don't. You need to build your own plan that supports your goals, your objectives, your brand, and your audience, period. There's no other way around it. And there are two documents I highly recommend that you download to help you get started with this. First is a social business plan. I have eight steps for you to develop a social business plan. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash social business plan. And I will include all of these links also in the show notes for the podcast. Second thing is an audience analysis worksheet, which is going to help you prioritize your audience and their needs. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. Audience, And the third is a white paper with tips for you to stomp random acts of marketing. And you can get that at socialzoomfactor.com slash no rams. And random acts of marketing are living prevalent out on Twitter. And it is so easy to fall into random strategies and tactics. So you want to make sure that you are focused on your goals and objectives. The next thing you want to do is to build your persona. And so really look at your own personal brand strategy and know who are you? What do you stand for? What is the difference between you and other people out there? Even if you have a ton of competitors, which we all do, don't worry about them. Don't worry about following them all day long and what are they tweeting and how are they doing things? You need to build your own strategy and your own brand and know what you stand for. What are your values? What are your mission? What's your vision? Where do you want to take this? And make sure that you get a good photo taken, even if you have to have somebody in your family go in your backyard or find a nice colored wall behind you, put on a clean shirt that day and do your hair up and just take a nice picture. Even if you have to do a selfie, Just make it look as good as you possibly can because first impressions are everything and you want to make sure that you are making good first impressions and that you are representing yourself in a true and authentic way. And make sure that you understand the difference between authenticity and transparency because they are two very different terms and I recently did a podcast on this and I really encourage you to take a listen to that and it will help you as you are developing your personal brand because you don't need to share everything you eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to be authentic. That is transparency. How much we share is transparency. Authenticity is just the truth of our words and making sure that we are representing who we really are. That The thing that is really important in building your personal brand is just making sure that you don't let social media and Twitter change your persona. Whoever you are, let that real person shine online. I'll tell you, when I first started, I remember I was up to about 100 followers on Twitter at the time. And one Sunday afternoon after I had been at church and I'm a Christian is my faith, and I remember I tweeted something about God. And it was because I was inspired coming out of church. And I remember looking at my husband and partner at the time. And I said, hmm, this is going to be interesting. Let me see. How many Twitter followers I lose? Well, within minutes, I lost 50 of my Twitter followers. And I only had 100 when I started that day. And so I looked at him and I remember saying, you know what? There's going to be 50 more where those came from. And it was at that moment that I made the decision, if they don't like that part of me on Twitter, they're probably not going to like working with me or being my friend because that is who I am. And so for me personally, I own my own business. And so that's different than if you work for an organization and you're also wanting to blend your personal Twitter profile with your organization, your employer's brand strategy, and you're wanting to leverage that corporate brand to build your own personal persona, you're going to need to make sure that you are representing your corporate brand in the right way. So for me, it's a little different because I am my corporate brand We help a lot of organizations with this in developing their own employees' personal brands and building brand advocacy programs and doing executive coaching to help executives with their brand development and online personas. So if you need help in this area, please feel free to contact us and we can do some kind of off-the-shelf workshops that we do for a lot of our clients. We can put customized workshops and training together for you and we can also do some executive and one-on-one coaching if you're interested in that. But the thing, is just to make sure you know what you stand for. I now have over 200,000 people that follow me on Twitter. So obviously, me losing those 50 followers back in the first month of my existence on Twitter didn't really impact my whole long-term results now, did it? And I think Staying true to who I am and what I have to offer my community and the type of people that I want to connect with has truly been that quote unquote secret sauce. And people always ask me, Pam, how do you do it? How have you grown the following that you have? And I'll tell you, a lot of it is just I am who I am and I share what I think, I share what I believe is right. I have thick skin, I listen, I engage. You know, the list goes on, but a big foundation of success is just being true to who I am and standing strong on those values. So take the time to develop that. Next, you want to make sure that you are human and that you do not fall victim to a lot of these over-automation tools. Make sure that you are so clear that it is not just about you, it is about the needs of your audience. Because if you focus on the needs of your audience, then it's easy to control yourself when it comes to automation. When people get too wrapped up around influence scores And being the most popular new Twitter kid on the block, that's when you tend to become less human. So really think about how you can connect with other human beings in a personal way. And everything you do, you want to have a relationship with another human behind every single Twitter avatar that's out there, unless it is a robot, which there are some bots, which we're going to talk about. There's a human being behind it. And so you want to focus on building relationships and being a human. That people want to talk to and engage with and get to know better and double click on your bio and go check out your blog, whatever other platforms you may have available, whatever content you may be sharing. And for you to be able to establish trust and authority, leveraging platforms like Twitter, you have got to humanize your brand, you have got to develop your own brand persona and you have got to develop your own goals and objectives for what you want to achieve. But download our Twitter persona worksheet at socialzoomfactor.com slash Twitter persona. And that'll give you a framework for you to think about some things that you can be tweeting about and things that are interesting to you, what are your hobbies, and just help you put a framework around how you're going to get started on this Twitter journey. Next thing is you just want to make sure that you are confident and remember that we We all started at square one. We all at one time had zero followers just like you. So even if you're brand new to Twitter, just start somewhere. And if you feel more comfortable setting up a test account, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and set up a test account that has a fake name on it for now. And you can do some social listening and just check things out before you set up your own profile that you're going to keep for the long term. Next, you want to make sure that you are balancing art and science because social media is both art art and science. And oftentimes, people get too hung up on the tools and they may spend a year to two years, seriously, just digging into how they're going to measure their Twitter success and things that honestly don't matter. And then they'll come to us and say, Pam, I've been doing Twitter for a year and I have no result. And I will first ask, well, what were your goals and objectives? You know, What is your Twitter persona? What is the content plan that you have? What information are you sharing? What is the audience? you're trying to attract and connect with. And half the time, they can't answer any of those most basic questions because they've only focused on learning Hootsuite and learning getting their clout score up or whatever it may be with automation. So you need to make sure that you do an analysis on the skills that you have. If you don't know the first thing about Twitter, of course, you're going to need to learn how to use Twitter. But I can teach you how to use Twitter in a few one-hour classes. I can give you you know, some modules that are just going to help you Zoom Twitter from a technical perspective. Really easy. That's the easy part. And we have some classes that are rolling out very soon on that. Just make sure you go and subscribe to our updates at socialzoomfactor.com subscribe and you can be some of the first to know about some Twitter classes we are launching very soon. But do the skills analysis and then dig into the areas that you need help. If you don't know how to create a, a social media plan, then you need to figure that out. If you don't know how to set goals and objectives, you need to figure that out. If you don't know how to build your personal brand, you need to figure that out. If you don't know how to build your content marketing editorial calendar, you need to do that. So focus on both our and science and make sure you're also looking at the areas surrounding the art of engagement and relationship building as much, if not more, than where you're focusing on the tools. Next is you want to make sure that you fully complete your Twitter profile online. Make sure that you start with a draft profile and you will continually update it. Do not wait until it's perfect. Embrace imperfect perfection when it comes to social media and specifically Twitter. Have fun with it and just make sure you complete the bio, put your URL to your blog or your LinkedIn profile or your Facebook page if you don't have a blog, then make sure that you're linking somewhere that people can validate that you are a real human being because you want to show that you are real. You just want to make sure that you are humanizing your brand as much as you can. It's one of the first and easiest ways to stand out from the crowd is just to be real. And as you are trying to grow your following, make sure that you focus on quality over quantity. And you are definitely going to run into the fake accounts who are going to send you the Twitter auto direct messages and tell you, come buy these 5,000 Twitter followers for five bucks or whatever it may be. Do not fall For those tactics, okay? If you are buying follows, if you are buying likes, anything on social media, it is nothing more than robots. It is equivalent to just buying a bunch of fake people and asking them to follow you and like you. And remember, robots do not eat sleep, read, think, share content, or own a credit card. There's no benefit for you in having a fake following. And the truth is, it's pretty easy for many of us to tell if you have a fake following. There are tools that we can use. There's a tool at statuspeople.com and they have a fake follow checker that you can type in anybody's Twitter handle and get a good feel for what percentage of their followers are fake. And all of us are going to end up with fake followers. There's a certain percentage you will always have because there's just these fake robots out there that will follow you. But you want to just ignore them. Do not overspin on them and just focus on the real human beings. And if you have to choose quality over quantity, you always want to choose quality. It's better for you to have a 100 engaged followers on Twitter than it is for you to have 10,000 that are fake. It will do nothing for you. Next tip is that you want to build your content plan and calendar. I encourage you to first Look at what you have. What content do you have that you can already leverage? Do you have a blog? Do you have podcasts? Do you have videos that you've created? Because you can leverage those to share those over time. And maybe you can bring some of that content to life again. So go download a content asset inventory worksheet that we have, which is at socialzoomfactor.com slash inventory. And it will help you organize your content. And then we have a content calendar editorial calendar template for 2014, which includes every day and week and month and will help you identify themes and really align your content to your audience because it will help you eliminate those random acts of marketing in regard to content and communication with your audience. And that is at socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar. But make sure that your content is fully in support of your personal brand. And as you are hopping on Twitter to start, this is really important important because everything you share is part of your personal brand and you are what you tweet. And so make sure you are not sharing anything that you have not read or created yourself. So you want to be creating the best content that you possibly can. And you also want to be sharing the best content that you can. So identify a list of people that you want to learn from. And that's why I said at the beginning, what would you like to learn? So figure out what you need to learn and then identify some of the blogs and resources and podcasts that you can learn Learn from so that then you can be also sharing that information out as you are learning and just taking people along with you on your journey. And if you can humble yourself as you're hopping on Twitter and let people know that you're new, if you have a Facebook community, or you have a LinkedIn community, or people following you and reading your blog content, post a new blog post that says, hey, I'm diving into Twitter. You know, Put something out on Facebook and let people know you're venturing into the world of the Twitter bird, and you will be amazed at the support that you will get. And then as you start to see success over the coming weeks and months, you can share that. And then When you learn something new that helps you take those results to the next level, share what helped you. And then as you start to succeed and meet your business goals and life goals and objectives, then your community is absolutely going to celebrate with you. But focus on sharing at least, I say, 80% of everything that you tweet should be coming from somebody else. And then 20% at max should be your own content. And so I mix it up. I have different percentages that I use on different days, and I will tweet everything from some of the best content I find out there online to quotes and visual marketing, different types of inspirational content, and a mix of videos and podcasts. And I know my audience very well. I know what days they like to consume what topics of content and what days they like to consume what medium of content, what format, that that has come over time that I have learned my audience. You're not going to learn all those details about your audience when you first start. And one of the ways that you can learn what your audience is first thinking of you is to check out the Twitter list that they put you on. And it's a great way to see immediately what people think of you. And in Twitter, you can basically create lists and put people on those lists. And you can title those lists anything you want. Look at the list that people are putting you on. And I remember when when I first started our agency, I was really surprised with some of the topics that people were putting me on. And that's actually why we started doing coaching and some executive consulting, because people were putting me on those lists. And they were saying social media, executive consultant, or whatever it may be. And it was really interesting to see how they were viewing me. And it still is today. You know, Every week or so, I take a look at the list that people are putting me on just to learn of what people are thinking of my content and my personal brand. So I really encourage you to do that as well as also setting up your own lists and you can make those lists private or you can make those lists public. And then what you'll want to do is really use those lists to make sure you're following the people who you are learning from. So create a list of some of your favorite people and brands on Twitter, and then leverage those lists to help you filter through the content and filter through all the noise that's out there. And then one of the next things I really encourage you to do is to hop on a tweet chat. And a Twitter chat is an event that happens on Twitter where people who tweet basically get together and talk for a set period of time and they will talk about a specific topic. And for example, we have the get real chat. It's pound get real chat. We meet every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And it is a community that has come together for the past three and a half years. We started with the goal of helping people understand understand how to use social media, how to build their personal brands. Because several years ago, there was a ton of confusion around authenticity and transparency and building relationships. And what does this social media thing actually mean and stand for? And how can I leverage it for my personal and professional brands? And so that's why we started Get Real Chat was really to get real on a lot of topics that others were honestly just ignoring and avoiding. And so Twitter chats are a great way for you to, number one, learn Twitter. We have people that joined our tweet chat three and a half years ago that w- could not even send a tweet or a retweet hardly. And they are now leading their own communities that they have fully monetized. Some of them are working for us, helping us with Fortune 50 accounts with our agency. And so it is a community that will oftentimes just help one another. They are there to serve and they are there to network and meet people and build true authentic relationships. I've met some of the greatest people on Twitter from tweet chat. So definitely check it out. And make sure that you are always just sharing your best stuff, no matter where you're going, and that you are giving with no expectation to receive. And so when you dial into a tweet chat on Twitter, don't go into that chat with a goal that you're just going to get a lot of friends, or you're going to get some clicks on your blog, or whatever that may be. Go into the event just with a focus on serving, on, on helping other people and connecting with other people and building true authentic relationships. And if you do that, that is where you are going to see the greatest result because a relationship remember is two ways it is just as important for you to understand what is the relationship the other person is looking to get out of it and not just what is the relationship you want to have because it is two way and i think this is something that a lot of people forget about when they think about building relationships. They just want to build a relationship online so they can sell their own stuff and promote their own links. And that's why they have so many problems, honestly, building relationships online because they're focusing on the wrong objective. The next thing you want to do is to make sure that you are integrating with your other social networks and owned properties. And this is something that a lot of people really overlook. And if you are already on Facebook, make sure that you are integrating it the right way. Do not auto tweet every Facebook post that you do to Twitter. It just does not work. And they are two different platforms with different audiences and people engage in different ways. But make sure that you go to your Instagram account, for example, and you can integrate Twitter with your Instagram account. And I I tweet every single Instagram photo for the most part that I post. And I, I automatically tweet that to my network. I also post it to Facebook because I know my audience and it works for me. Make sure that you include your Twitter handle on all of your other social network platforms. So your personal Facebook page. If you have a business Facebook page, make sure you include it there. If you have a Google Plus account, make sure you list your Twitter handle there. If you have a YouTube account, make sure you list it there. If you have a blog, make sure you integrate it with your blog. If you have a WordPress blog or whatever it may be, bring in the tweets. You know, There's which that you can download directly from Twitter with the correct Java code or HTML code and you can copy that directly to your blog and then it will auto show your most recent tweets or you can search for a specific hashtag or whatever it may be. So take the time to do that and if you don't know where to start with that, get some help. We do develop digital platforms and integrated social Business platforms. So we do websites, we do blogs, but really we focus on building integrated platforms that tie these social assets and, and blogs and websites together to help our clients achieve their goals. So make sure you get somebody that knows how to do more than just quote unquote build a website with social media buttons. You want to truly build an integrated platform that is going to help you connect with your audience, build your brand, and meet your business goals. And a website with some silly social media buttons that somebody calls a social website is not going to do that. And make sure that everything you're doing is mobile-friendly. So that blog needs to be mobile-friendly because people that are coming from Twitter or Facebook, and particularly Twitter, if you are sending out a link on Twitter, they are expecting your platform to be mobile-friendly because the majority of social networking is happening on a mobile device. And so if you are utilizing Twitter and you're sending somebody to a broken website, you are going to hurt your goals probably more than you are going to help them. So one of the first things you're going to want to do is to make sure you fix that online platform. So very important. Next thing you want to do is just make sure that you are patient and do not hide the fact, like I said, that you are a newbie Take others along with you on your journey, but be patient in achieving your goals and objectives and do not quit. And two of the reasons that people fail when it comes to social media and Twitter, number one, they are unprepared. So they have not learned the ins and outs of that platform. So that's why I say you need to make sure that you're listening more than you're talking. And particularly when you are first starting, really make sure that you do a ton of social listening and just listen to that conversation. Listen to the tone of what people are talking about. Listen to how they are engaging with one another and be patient in taking the time to Understand the ecosystem. That's how you're going to be prepared. You're not going to be prepared by just teaching yourself how to use the Twitter interface and how to use Hootsuite, but you're going to be more prepared by understanding both the art and the science of social media and of Twitter. Second reason that people fail using social media and Twitter is that they are impatient. So that's why I want to make sure you just acknowledge you need to be impatient. The results are not going to come overnight, and so don't quit. Take the time to plan and just stay the course because it will so pay off in the end. And then last but not least is making sure that you get real with the investment of time that you are going to spend on Twitter on a daily basis. And even if it's 15 minutes a day, I want you to make sure that you are spending that time on Twitter because you are not going to learn Twitter by doing it once a week. I want you to do it every single day. And come on, you can find 15 minutes a day to hop on Twitter. And we do this with a lot of our clients where we did some training with a major home builder, national home builder, and we trained hundreds of their sales reps. And many of them had never been on Twitter before. And we did a six-week training program and got them online and helped them figure out how they would spend at minimum 15 minutes a day online. And so we would break that time up between Twitter and Facebook, depending on where they were in the life cycle of learning these things. And over time, now they are all utilizing these social networks and they have built their personal brands and it has just been amazing to see the results. And so even with 15 minutes a day, you will really make a difference in where you are able to take your uh, brand and where you're able to take your success of achieving your goals and objectives. So those are some of my top tips for what you should do. And now quickly, I just want to cover a few things that you should not do. Number one, I mentioned don't overfocus on the tools. And I cannot say this enough times. Do not overfocus on the tools. Make sure you're balancing art and science. Number two, do not overfocus on influence scores. So do not let your desire to be a social media rock star drive how you are behaving on Twitter. Don't do it. Focus on the needs of your audience and focus on building your online persona and brand. Number three is make sure you are prepared and that you are planning. Because if you don't, you will end up spamming. So if you have a plan to launch a business in the next 60 days, don't wait until 30 days before you launch to hop on Twitter. Don't wait until the week before you launch and then start begging for retweets. We see those things from a mile away. people that are already on Twitter. And when I start getting tweets every morning, I get them from new startups and tech companies and app companies saying, Pam, will you please retweet this? I don't retweet any of those tweets that come to me. If you want me to tweet something, make sure that you are building a relationship with me first, because when you send me a tweet that states, we just launched today, come check this out. It shows me you are unprepared and you have not done your research on the ecosystem. So you need to make sure you're doing the needed research. Next is make sure that you are not sending auto direct messages. And there are tools that will enable you to do that where everybody that follows you, you can send a direct message to them via Twitter. I highly encourage you not to do this. And I'll tell you, when I see a direct message that comes to me and I followed somebody on Twitter and I will get a note back that says, "Hey, thank you for following me. Please check out my Facebook page." It turns me off more than it makes me want to click on your bio, and sometimes I will even unfollow people if it looks really spammy. And so don't send the auto direct messages wait until you know the platform a little bit better and you understand the ecosystem and the impact that doing such could have on your brand both personally and professionally before you do it. And and kind of one of those good rules with Twitter is if it looks too easy and it seems too good to be true, the chance is that it probably is. And so you want to make sure you are giving yourself time to understand the ecosystem and what that automation may do for your business and your brand good or bad before you implement it. And this goes into the last don't, which is don't over automate and just make sure you're very, very careful on the tools and the technology that you are using. And I highly recommend for newbies hopping on Twitter that you don't automate anything at first. Just make it as real as you possibly can because you really need to be feeling and hearing and listening to that pulse that is happening and you need to be there real time to understand what's happening with those conversations and see and feel how people are engaging and responding to you. So there you have it. I tried to put Twitter in a nutshell for you for business and I know this was a ton of content we covered today and we actually went way over our regular 30 minutes, which we're going to do sometimes when I do these more technical discussions. But I had received a ton of questions on this and just wanted to make sure I got some of this content out there. I encourage you to stay tuned and subscribe to some of the resources I gave you today. They will all be posted on the show notes page. And we are launching, like I said, some amazing classes very soon, like in the next 30 days. And so soon you will be able to take some Twitter classes from us and we will teach you everything we know. So we we really look forward to uh, having you along this Zoom ride with us. And I wish you the best of luck. If you're new to Twitter, just get out there and start it and come say hi to me. You can find me at PamMarketingNut.com is my personal blog, and that'll take you to Twitter and all those things. And come check out our Get Real... Twitter chat on Tuesday nights at 9pm. And you can go to getrealchat.com to learn more about that as well. We post all of our past transcripts there and you can see kind of what that community is about and what those conversations are about. So best of luck to you this week. I hope that if nothing else, I encouraged you to take a look at Twitter if you haven't yet to maybe have some information that you can help other people on your team if they are a bit shy about Twitter as a social network and something they can use for business. And if you are already using Twitter, I hope maybe I gave you some ideas for you to really take that to the next level and really think about how you can better build your brand persona and and take those results to the next level. So have an amazing week. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey.